that old bitch Pycelle looming over him with a cup whispering drink my lord milk of the poppy for the pain what up welcome to another episode of brotherhood without manners your full spoiler reread podcast George R. R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire series, starting with The Game of Thrones. I'm Nate, and joining me as always is my brother, Zach. What up? There he is. Hey everybody, if you joined us last episode, we were reading Catelyn 6. Catelyn was... We actually, talking about it after that, decided that that's so far... As good as it was, has been our least favorite chapter of the book. Yeah, it was a great chapter. It was a great setting chapter where it was setting the stage of the Eerie and the Vale and the whole kingdom here of, of the Warden of the East and essentially what that represents. But, goddamn, like, it, not that it's a bad chapter in any way, shape, or form. But it's it, just it's, dry for analytical a, yeah, reasons for the foreshadowing. There, yeah, there really stuff. isn't it's, a whole lot going on besides Cat just constantly being upset about things which she usually is doing anyway i happen to enjoy cat as a character for as long as we get her so but yeah no afterward we kind of realized that this this was a very sort of cut and dry what you see is what you get chapter and so for that reason i think was mainly what i didn't really enjoy but yeah cat made her way through the different way towers of snow stone and uh stone snow and sky and eventually, and I realized it in re-listening that you called them wenches that yeah. pull up the basket, <laughs> which is a great visual in my head. Yeah, not but winches. Like though, yeah, like to. the winches that actually pull up the basket. <laughs> and Kat, yeah, decided to ride in the basket. Whoops. Lysa wasn't as warm and welcoming as she hoped, and they ended up arguing quite a lot before Lysa got gross with little Robert Aaron Yeah. and decided that maybe she was going to throw Tyrion through the moon door. So, last we had left Ned, because we will be reading Ned today. Yeah, and so we got some writers. Yeah, we did um, get some correspondence. We will be mentioning them as they mentioned points that we will be bringing up anyway. They have some inductees, so that would be the the not-so-silent sisters, Afton and Brandy. Kapow, kapow, finger guns. Yeah, so I think with that, we should dive right into this business here. Yes, I agree. This was a good chapter. So, yeah, last we left Ned, he, he had was, argued with yes. Robert about the murder assassination of Daenerys Targaryen because she was pregnant. And turned in his hand of the Resigned king Resigned being hand of the king. Stormed off and began making plans to head back home when he got a surprise visit from Littlefinger himself, making claims that he can help him find the whore in the brothel that he's been looking for, but Jory Casella's had no luck so far finding and so we join ned here in his ninth chapter in a game of thrones and they are dwindling his numbers his Uh days are numbered and we kind of get a little bit of a time jump but it says that ned finds peter in the brothel's common room talking to a tall elegant woman in a feathered gown with skin as black as ink so so yeah so ned's done doing uh we learn throughout ned's thoughts later that ned's done talking to this girl, this whore that Robert has slept with and got a bastard on, and he's got all the information, so he's coming back, and Littlefinger yes. is playing the host, the suave fucking host, and I love the image of Ned coming down, 
And mainly because we haven't gotten a description of a woman like this. Not just that she's African American, but she's exotic. She so, yeah, so she stands out. Chitaya, yeah, Chitaya, and she's a dope. Yeah, Littlefinger like she... and her like. It's this image. This is so fantasy in my head of this. She's so exotic, but yeah. Littlefinger's making her blush and laugh. But she, to me, she just seems really strong and powerful. Yeah, and she's the kind of person that I, I would like to drink with and hear some stories if she's told. Yeah, yeah. Time. She's a worldly but. woman. And so Ned sees his man. Howard is. Uh, Heward, Heward is playing a strip poker strip po- of sorts yeah. with a uh, buxom wench. Joy Cassell smiling is watching from beside a window yeah. when it's raining out, uh, which is I, I just had the thought that that's probably the storm that Cat and Roderick yeah, had gotten yeah, caught in. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that puts us in a good. I didn't even think of that. That yeah. gives us a good time frame yeah, for it's when the this storm is traveling south. Well, no, because the storm. Uh, oh, traveling south. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I mean, it had already rained already been, in Ned's yeah. chapter as well because it had washed him clean. So maybe it's the same the, storm, just chilling. Yeah, but, but well, actually, no, it wasn't that in the last Ned chapter where he said he hoped it would rain. It felt like rain because oh, it right, wanted right. him to wash it clean. So the storm has finally arrived. That is so irrelevant, and I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, sorry, we, we just weather off on that. So in today's forecast, <laughs> <laughs> watch out in King's Landing. So Ned tells Jory and the men that you know he's done there. His business is concluded. Yeah, let's go. Let's, uh, let's head out. So Jory says he'll go wind up the horses, bring them around the front, and who would jumps up to obey yeah to the door little finger kisses the woman's hand whispered some joke that makes her laugh and saunters over to ned i love how every single time little finger and ned have an interaction little finger saunters toward ned yes. it's every single time this dude is so carefree but we also get the view with Chataya here of how likable he is. Debonair. Yeah. He's got this, yeah. Littlefinger is suave as fuck in yep. this chapter, and I love it. And he asks, Your business is concluded or Robert's business? And he says that they say the hand dreams the king's dream, dreams, speaks with the king's voice, and rules the uh, rules with the king's sword. Does that mean that you also fuck with the king's... And Ned jumps in and says he's no longer the king's hand. Yeah. And... You presume too much to. I'm grateful for the help you've given me, but don't think I intend to endure your bullshit. Yes, I really like that he was just like, yo, I'm letting you help me. I appreciate that. Fuck off. Yeah, Littlefinger notes that the direwolf must be a prickly beast if it's the sigil of your house, you fucking fuck. I love Littlefinger. He's just the fucking best, especially when he's fucking with Ned, because he's just... So, I mean, he's got the vendetta against Ned's family, obviously, but he's just so on another level than Ned, and Ned doesn't even know it, and it's so funny. Yeah, he so doesn't even funny. realize it's happening. Littlefinger is like a cat just batting the toy around, but... They go outside. Yeah, and, it's a warm uh, rain, which, I don't know why, but that paints an image in my head. Like, it, it's a little more foreboding to me that it's... Well, it's... it's it feels yeah. heavier, more oppressive. Like, yeah, yeah. it's almost like well, the rain isn't as Yeah, just think cleansing. of how humid it yeah. would be and sticky and just yeah claustrophobic almost so he pulls this hood up sip of my water yeah i think everybody heard you good so ned pulls his hood up (laughs) yeah make sure you drink enough water ned pulls his hood up because he's getting too much water and uh joy asks if they're returning to the castle ned now uh, nods and mounts as little finger mounts up as well and jory and the others all mount up and so 
Littlefinger just sort of starts prattling on about how Chitaya runs such a great establishment yeah. there, and that's when we learn that she does what Littlefinger does. She's the proprietor of this brothel here where Robert laid one of his bastards. Yeah, and, and he's talking about buying yeah, it. Yeah, he wants to buy know, it. It'll be lucrative. He's making all these little jokes So Ned about just lets pirates. him prattle on, not yeah. giving a shit, and... Starts uh, thinking about a conversation. Well, yeah, Littlefinger eventually falls quiet yeah, and they ride yeah. in silence and it just says that the streets are deserted the rain's driven everyone inside and it beat down on ned's head warm as blood and relentless as old guilts and yeah he starts uh thinking about a certain yeah, memory in particular a little guilty about in particular it's his sister liana scolding him about yeah. robert's ways and his so I, whoring. I wrote down three quotes that liana says here and the first part was robert will never keep to one bed yes and you know robert or ned's kind of thinking about that and i'm sure it's fucking him up nowadays but she then says that he, she hears he's gotten a child with a woman in the veil my stone and Ned can't lie to his sister, nor nope. would he. And since he had just held that baby yeah. recently, like, she knew the truth. And finally, uh, he says, you know, well, a man will change, and he'll love you. With and all his heart. Everything. Yeah. And she says the third quote, Love is sweet, dearest Ned, but it will not change a man's nature. Wrecked. And his nature never changed. And so, that's, you know, there's... The, everyone, the the argument that if he got with Liana would he change and I think we've dis- we had discussed it and we'll yeah, bring no. it up again. No. Uh, he he never it would have been the same and it's, it would have been the throne for him. He would have gotten the unobtainable. He would have gotten what he wanted and he would have gotten it. tired of it eventually. And so he's just going to no matter what he he has that excuse now because Liana died he can't ever have. I her. think this also so, shines shines a lot of light on Ned and Ned always thinking about like how Robert dotes on these people for a time for a time there's a wench that he's absolutely in trouble right. it's i think he is applying that in his head we just don't get the full gist of it that he's applying that to liana like he w- he would have done this to liana he would have lost interest even if he got her so and it also there was another fucking point i wanted to make but i just lost it shit nothing nothing so I wanted to point out the not-so-silent sisters did also mention this part and the conversation and just how interesting it was mm. that uh, that it was brought up. Um, and I believe uh, we've all discussed it in the past, you know, the whole... Robert's a scumbag, man. He's not going to stop being a scumbag, whether he was with Cersei, whether he was with Lyanna. Yeah, no. It he, doesn't matter. He was going to keep doing his whoring thing, and so Ned's aware of it. Lyanna was deathly aware of it. And no one can deny it. And it, Ned starts thinking now that the girl that he had come to see had been so young, he dared not ask her age because he really probably didn't want to know how young this other whore was that Robert had fucked. And he said that she had light red hair and a powdering of freckles across her nose. And this is when he's thinking of the conversation they had. And she says that she had named the girl Bara and that she looks, or Bara. Bara and she had looked so think. much like him. Yeah, and his nose and his hair. Ned's touching the kid's hair because for some reason with Baratheons, you have to touch their hair to confirm it. Yeah. Like he did and with Gendry. he still doesn't have any com- confirmation. Yeah, there's still no, uh, he, he, well, he's like, yeah, this is Robert's bastard, definitely. But there's still no, yeah, like, he, Joffrey. Yeah, it doesn't click. Yeah. yeah. 
And so, yeah, she just basically is asking, tell him that he looks like him, tell him that she's beautiful, tell him I don't want anything from him, he was just always kind to me, and Ned says that he will tell her that, uh, tell Robert that, but, you know, for all the fucking good it's gonna do, but Ned does promise her that Bara will want for nothing. and so he says that's his curse. Robert would swear undying love and forget by Evanfall. But Ned Stark kept his vows. Mm. He thought of the promises he made as late. She, uh, he made Liana. Uh, 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 Shut. Hey, uh, hey. <laughs> you know. Fuck. Continue. He thought of the promises he made Liana as she lay dying, and the price he'd paid to keep them. Ugh. Oi. It's uh, the the way that fucking Martin just has this this plan in place since yeah. since fucking clearly day one well that's what's so good like because and i know especially we are pretty guilty of it we shit on ned a lot but like i really do love the character of ned and love reading his chapters because of stuff like this yeah. like if in the end the books take the the route that the show did which i do believe it did it will as far as john snow's heritage i like that's gonna ju- it's gonna be so well earned and well done and well deserved where it is maybe it didn't have the effect people wanted in the show it well, that's will it. in the books. I feel as though a lot of people will be upset that it is just that just Rhaegar and Lyanna but like you said Martin planted these seeds it is deserved oh like, yeah he, well i i he, think it'll even in the like because in the books it's just there's so much more there's so much more given to Rhaegar and Lyanna yeah and so it'll impact more people there are more people who Rhaegar directly influenced and Lyanna directly influenced that are going to be like oh shit this is Aegon. their like son their, oh, yeah so that's sweet and then toss in Fagon. so the yeah the fact that he's putting it in these and this is to me, sort of, the whole point of Ned's character is to... Ned is honorable as fuck, and he gives us that bar to sort of measure, and that his children measure the other people yeah. by for the rest of the series. But he also gives us a little hint that he's keeping some sort that of he's secret not or lie. quite as honorable and as it's, he says. And it's for some good reason, we would assume, because he's Ned, and he, it's a promise he made to his sister, but... What could it be that really is causing feelings of guilt and sort of, but not enough guilt to make him change his mind? He's still resolved in his fact that he's never going to eke this secret out. So, right. Martin, fucking, fucking A. Yeah, it's, it's spectacular. So, the girl, the the, the little whore, um, I don't know if we ever actually get hurt. No, I think it's just the baby's name, Bars. Yeah, and so she tells Ned to let Robert know she's waiting for him. Yeah. She's got time off. She doesn't want any jewels, just him. Yep. He was always good to her. Yeah, and so Ned says that he'll tell her and that the baby will not want for anything, and it said that she had smiled then, a smile so sweet it cut the heart out of him. Because Robert's not going to do anything, so Ned knows immediately that that's going to fall to him. But in even just in his lordliness, like she's not going to get any better attention than like some extra food right, for the baby right. and stuff. So it says uh, we go back to the present, and it says that riding through the rain, Ned sees Jon Snow's face in front of him, so like a young version of his own. If the gods so frowned on bastards, why did they fill the men with fill men with such lusts? 
and that's just an interesting sort of yeah rationale. I like uh, and I do like that he says that Jon Snow does look so like him mm. but that's you know just because of the Stark heritage and yeah so no just... and I and I also think that this is sort of a bit of a Martin kind of putting out like a mirror to a small smoke and mirrors about the heritage. Yeah. Of, this isn't Ned applying it to like it, it, I, it is applying to John, but it's more applying to how hard his life has been as a bastard right, when he really right. technically probably isn't. And the fact that these bastards he's hunting down, but I don't think it's the fact like, oh man, John Snow was born a bastard. That sucks. Yeah. I think it was like, damn, it sucks that he was given this title and yeah. like people hate it for some reason, but yet all men want to just get laid all the time and make bastards. Right. So, so he asked Littlefinger yeah. what he knows of Robert's bastards and <laughs> Littlefinger immediately, he has more than you for a start. <laughs> and Ned asks how many and Littlefinger shrugs and asks, does it really matter? And then he goes through the list. He's acknowledged the boy at Storm's End, the one he fathered the night Stannis was wed. And I actually, yeah. I wrote this down because this comes important. This becomes important in Stannis and Robert's relationship. Uh, yeah, because we've mentioned this before. In yes, past this is Edric Storm. And he fathered yeah. Edric Storm the night Stannis was wed. The mother was a Florent girl, a niece to Lady Selyse. Renly claim, claims that Robert carried the girl upstairs to break in the wedding bed while Stannis and his new bride still danced. Stannis seemed to think this was a slight on the honor of his wife's house, so as soon as the boy was born, Stannis sent him off to Renly at Storm's End. And so that's just an interesting, and it will color a lot of how Stannis yeah. views his brother, because he feels like he's been slighted by Robert quite a lot. And so I just really like anything so Stannis. So I like that he also mentions, uh, you know, a couple of the bastards there. The, did he mention the uh, Maya Stone? I think he briefly just... Yeah, the, the girl in and the And then veil. he brings up a pair of twins that were born in, in Ca Lannisport near Casterly Rock, I yeah. think is what it said, that Cersei had killed. Yeah, three years ago when he went for a tournament, Lord Tywin's tourney, uh, Robert got a serving wench got twins on her and yes Cersei had the babes killed and sold the mother to a slaver too much an affront to Lannister pride that close to home like holy shit Cersei yeah I and like that we get that right off right, the bat that right. these bet like she will fucking slaughter these bastards and I know it ends up being Joffrey later on that does it but goddamn. So Ned Grimace, because tales like that are told of every great lord that they get their bastards killed because they're bastards. He could believe it of Cersei, easy enough, but would Robert really stand by and let it happen? And again, he just kind of does this rubber banding of, well, the Robert I knew wouldn't, but, this but the one Robert is, I do new. know now would. And so Ned asks why. Why would John Aaron take sudden interest in Robert's bastards? And Littlefinger shrugs again. He said he was the hand's king. Robert, no doubt, asked him to see that they were provided for. And so, at this point, it says Ned is soaked to the bone, and his soul had grown cold. Oh, Neddy yeah. Ned. And now, I I really like what that he brings this next part up, and who he starts remembering. Just because, again, I think he's it's trying to contrast uh, Robert yeah. to Rhaegar. Well, he, he asks Littlefinger, it has to be more than that, or why kill John Aaron? So Littlefinger laughs and says, now I see... 
And he just says, Lord Aaron learned the king filled the bellies of some whores, and for that he had to be silenced. Allow a man like that to live, and next he'll blurt out that the sun rises in the east. So Littlefinger's just shitting on Ned yeah, again. Yeah, it's ringing jokes. Everyone knows Robert has bastards. Like, that knowledge isn't what killed him. It's something. Littlefinger's dangling the carrot right in front yes. of him, and Ned's not getting it. And so this is when Ned has no answer to that, but wonders if Sir Rhaegar Targaryen... Yeah, he says that he finds himself remembering Rhaegar for the first time in years. Now, not not thinking about Rhaegar, but remembering him. Yeah. Like, and I feel like that's him, you know, thinking and recalling how the guy was as a person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he says, I wonder if Rhaegar frequented brothels. But he doesn't think so. No, he thinks not. And so, this is the guy that we are told Raped, raped and murdered his sister. Yes. And was savage and followed his mad king's father's And yet here he is saying that he doesn't think that he would go to a Which, brothel. Which, in this context, we can take as he's better than Robert in that regard. Whereas Robert clearly does yes. frequently. Rhaegar would be loyal to Lyanna, possibly, right. as a potential match. Which is, you know, strange to think about considering he... Well, that's Mary. what's, like, so fucking brilliant about this puzzle is Martin scatters the pieces like this, yeah. where it's these little things that we're meant to infer of, oh, yeah, he, Rhaegar, and because my first read-through, Rhaegar raped and murdered Lyanna. Yeah, like, that's how Like, raped her multiple fucking hundred times. Like, it was savage, it was disturbing, and I hated the dude. And then slowly it was like, but wait... We learn later, like, Danny and Sir Barristan talk, and he tells him yeah, that he, that, and he likes the harp, and, and he likes to sing. Like, that's not what the fuck is going on. So then my second read-through, I started paying more attention to mentions of Rhaegar, and it's just, holy fucking shit, yeah. again, Martin, with these little pieces. So, yeah, Ned, anytime Ned thinks about Rhaegar, it, it immediately gets me excited. But the rain is falling harder yes. when Jory calls out, my lord with alarm in his voice and in an instant the street is full of soldiers ned had no time to count but he sees at least 10 men with golden lions on their helm crests and they are uh they're on foot blocking the street with their long swords and yes, their spears when will shouts behind and they turn and see that their way back is now also cut off. Jory wastes no time, draws his sword. Make way or die, he yells. Dang, Jory, like, calling to arms quick. The like, leader calls out, the wolves are howling. Such a small pack, though. And this is when Littlefinger yeah, walks his horse I forward. like that he's, uh, he's at least, because it says carefully, step by step. Yeah. And then he shouts out, you know, this is the hand of the king. What is the meaning of this? And the response... He was the hand of the king as the line parts and striding forward on his horse is Sir Jamie Lannister. Now, if truth be told, I'm not sure what he is. And so as soon as he's recognized, uh, Littlefinger asks him, Lannister, what is this madness? Let us pass. What are you doing? Do you know what you're... Uh, Jesus. What do you think you're doing What do here? you think you are doing here? Very good. Thank you. Yeah. I gave you shit for it. And, and that's I know. fucking goddamn So Ned says that Jamie knows exactly yeah, what he's Yeah, he knows doing. what he's doing. So Jamie smiles and says, I'm looking for my brother. You remember him, Lord Stark, don't you? I love it. We met, like, you met him yeah. at Winterfell. Fair-haired, mismatched eyes, sharp of tongue. A short man. Short man. And Ned says, I remember him well. And Jamie replies that it seems he has met with some trouble on the road. My lord father is quite vexed. 
you wouldn't happen to have any notion of who would wish my and brother so ill, being do you? Honorable Ned and the yeah. Lord of Winterfell and Mistake. all that. He says, um, Tyr- Tyrion was taken by my wife at my command to answer for his crimes. To answer, Littlefinger just groans. Uh, oh my lords! Fuck. And yeah, I thought that was hilarious. That he's like, no. And it says Jamie rips his longsword from its sheath and urges his horse forward and says, "Show me your steel, Lord Eddard. I'll butcher you like Ares if I must, but I'd sooner you died with a blade in your hand." Now, what I like about this, and I think it's gonna it's similar to Ned and Rhaegar and their stories. This chapter is. George knew what arc he was taking with Jamie. Even oh now. yeah, this well, redemptive this, the, arc. See, I'm glad. I'm so glad you brought that up because I keep wanting to say that this is besides him pushing Bran out the window, which we we get. This is like his first villainous act to yeah, us, yeah. like where we're like, because at, at first it's shocking, but like by this point in the book, you've kind of chilled on the fact that he pushed a kid out the window. You're just like, all right, whatever. He's he's weird, and that's all right, but. With this, he comes out like on his he, horse yeah, as he ambushed, this douchebaggy, yeah. talking shit. He's funny, he's quippy, but he's got that arrogance. So now, and so what I like to think is, like I said, I I believe Martin knew what he was doing with oh, Jamie. Oh yeah, even now, yeah. And he and I'll show another reason why here in a little bit. Well, but he it. says, "I'll butcher you like I did Ares." Yeah. And so that means he is he has taken on that persona that's been pushed on him the well king yeah this slayer. is the king slayer you here. are Definitely, the king slayer yeah. and so he's embraced it and fully where i'll i'll fucking cut you down right now no problems yeah he or, tells it's it's yeah it's i think and i think george knew it that jamie from here is gonna flee the city go to the go to lord tywin tywin's gonna send him to the send him to the river of atlans uh to assault river run to yeah get siege catlin's home and so, and then from there, get captured and all that fun stuff. So that's the start of his redemption arc is when he gets captured. Here, it was a fucking great moment to paint him yes. as a villain, as a and me- he yeah. is, and it's horrible. Like, th- this scene had me, like, fucking worked up when I was, I was like, oh, shit, like, here it is, this confrontation. Yeah. And it was intense. And so he, he turns, turns to yeah. Littlefinger and says, I'd leave here in haste if I did not wish to get bloodstains on my costly clothing. So Ned immediately takes him up on that. Did I say Ned? Ned. Uh, I meant Peter immediately takes him up on that. Yeah, he didn't need no urging. Turning to Ned, he says, I'll bring the city guard. He's pretty good at bringing the city guard. He's good at bringing the city guard. And so he fucking takes off. The Lannister line parts. And then closes him. And then closes immediately, and he's gone. And so. Ned's men had drawn their swords, but it was three against 20. And it said that eyes had watched them from every single building, doorway, window, but no one was intervening. And Jamie gets right up on Ned. Ned, Well, Ned thinks that his three were mounted while the Lannisters were all on foot, save Jamie, and a charge might break them free, but he thinks he's got a better tactic. So he tells him, kill me, and Catelyn will most certainly slay Tyrion. And this is when Jamie pokes Ned in the sword with his or in the chest, chest with his yeah. sword, and Ned thinks it's the same sword that drank the last of the blood of the dr- last Dragon Kings, which is just fucking. And Jamie says, "The noble Catelyn Tully mm. of River Run, murder hostage." I think not. And then he sighs and says, 
but I guess I don't want to stake my brother's life on the honor of a woman. Yeah, well, I mean... Now, I know that that... It's the beginning paintings of his wench. And I just... With yeah, the like the, I just like how it's it's giving us that imagery of he he doesn't see women as honorable, mm-hmm. having a true intentions. And so to have it be Brienne that teaches him this... But it, this he honor. also... He hits it on the nose, because we know in the Catelyn chapters that she is debating Tyrion's oh, yeah. innocence, and she struggles with leaving the dead. She is insanely honorable, just like Ned, and so he does nail that on the head, And he sa- but he says, I suppose I'll let you run to Robert and tell him how I frightened you. I wonder if he'll even care. Yeah. And he starts to wheel around and does so, but as he does, he looks to his captain, and he says, Traegar, see that no harm comes to Lord Stark. But we wouldn't want him to leave here unchastened, so... And he gives... The, and he can he see gives it the through villain. The, the dark, yeah. rainy, it's muddy, it's gross, and you can see the flashing smile. There is even a little ding, yeah, that's I'm it. sure. Like, and then he just says... Kill his men. And, and then he walks he and rides he off. rides off and Ned fucking screams no pulling out his sword. Jamie's already gone and, and Will the is shouting behind him. In. Yeah, men close from both sides. Jorick's how charges and for an instant manages to break free. Yeah, and then one of the horses kicks a, a Lannister and so he gets a, back a little bit. Will is pulled off his horse. Yeah, he's cursing as he's pulled off his dying horse. So Ned goes to him bringing his long sword down on Traegar's helm, splitting it instantly. Fuck and Traegar out. Get him, bitch. Get, get out get of him. here. Heward takes a spear to the belly oh. as Jory is suddenly back beside and them. Ned, beside I love Ned. This and Ned loses my fucking heart. Yeah, Ned loses like, no, it. Get out of here, Jory. Jory go. go Save away. yourself. He says, no, Jory, Jory away. Yeah. Like, and then his horse slips in the mud. Yeah. And falls and crashes Blood. down. And there's blinding pain and the taste of blood yes. in his mouth. I mean, fucking horse, come on. And so all he sees is Jory being pulled to the ground. Yeah, they cut down his mouth and, yeah, they close and in around he, him. The, just the rising and falling of swords. Ned tries to stand to get After to him. After the horse lumps yeah, up it gets up. he tries and then collapses because he can't. And he looks down. And sees the fucking bone poking out of his calf. Like, fuck. And so that was the last thing he saw for a while. Yeah, he passes the fuck out from the the pain. The rain just kept falling. And finally, when he did open his eyes, he was alone with his dead. Yeah, so he drags himself forward as people are blatantly watching from doors and alleys. Excruciating pain. Again, no one's watching him. And it says that that's where Littlefinger and the City Watch found him there in the middle of the street cradling Jory Cassell's body in his arms. R.I.P. Jory! <sighs> Jamie savagely had uh, many, well, three, we know, but Ned's men cut down Jory, Will, Heward, yeah. Bah. And so the Not-So-Silent Sisters were quite upset about that as well. Yeah. And the trip to the castle is just a blur of agony for Ned after Littlefinger in the City Watch found him in and out of consciousness. He remembers seeing the Red Keep, and then the next thing he knows, there's Pycelle, that old bitch Pycelle, looming over him with a cup, whispering, drink, my lord, milk of the poppy for the pain. And then Ned recalls hearing him shouting for somebody to bring some wine to boiling and fetch me clean silks. Yep. So Ned. he's going to clean and, and wrap them. Ned recalled drinking and the milk of the poppy does its work, and that's the last thing he hears Pycelle say before he is out for the night. 
motherfucker. TKO. TKO. And that's that. And that's that. So, so R.I.P. Jory Heward. And what do you Will. think of this chapter? We didn't ask about last Catlin one, so that's why we had to rehash it at the beginning. What do you What do you think of this chapter? I really like this chapter. Right. But it's it's fucking it's the turn like the start of the turn of the tone for this book where. From here for the Starks, it's all so, south. I want to draw some comparisons to this scene in the in the show, and things that I, well, I like that a scene in the show very much. It's a lot of fun, and I heart you know Nikolai Waldergasso, and so I don't have any issues with the way it was done. I do like this way better. Oh yeah, no, the show and... paints. Jamie in a much more favorable light. Yeah, because they yeah, he punches yeah. the, the he gets guard mad at the guard who for stabbing stabs Ned him in the back, and Ned gets stabbed. Yeah, and but this is just brutal. Where he yeah, like you've said the whole time, he was just painted as this massive fucking villain, mm-hmm. and then the guards. I mean, it's it's borderline a massacre. Like Ned would have been yeah. dead too had Jamie said. Don't. Oh, yeah, no. Don't. Had they wanted to, it, they would have killed all three right of them. Right then there. and there. And yeah. so just a fucking slaughter in the streets. And I it's... do like the attention is specifically placed on Jamie saying, don't harm him. And then it's Ned's horse that slips. Yeah. So the men did keep their word. It was just, you know, the horse got spooked. Yeah. It was raining. It was muddy. Right. And yeah, fucking, that's what happens when you play with swords, people. Right. But yeah, it's just, it's all downhill from here for Ned. That's it. And the Starks in general. This is the end. And it's upsetting. My only friend. And any time we lose any household guard of Winterfell, it's just... Anyone, Roderick, fucking Jory, uh, Eamon, uh, Lewin, Jesus, Eamon. Lewin... We yeah, haven't been to Winterfell yeah, no. in so long. I forget. It's been quite we got well. a brand chapter uh, coming in up a couple soon. more. Yeah. So yeah, next chapter is going to be Danny. I don't know which number Danny because four. Been so, Danny but before four. Before we talk about that, we should talk about inductees. Yeah, I was gonna get to that well, after. Fuck Danny four for right now. Well, we are in Ned nine. Well, it's after now, so I win. Who's your inductee? Oh, I was thinking about it before, so I, th- I guess I'll keep it the one I had chosen earlier. And so I'm gonna give mine to Will. Will of the House Hard Guard. House hard guard. Har, 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 we're just fucking yeah, off we are tonight, mush man. mouth tonight. I don't know tonight. what's going on. So, uh, because he went down cursing off his dying horse, and he was just doing his duty to his lord, and I feel like he was probably an honorable guy. He had lost a bit there at the at the game in the in the the horse. He was the getting his ass there. kicked. Yeah. yeah, he was. And she had so, only opened her blouse, he was, and so it just makes me think that he's a, a fairly innocent younger guard that's. You know, he didn't and how quickly to get down. you know he was uh, like I feel like with Ned, every household guard member is like a butt of Ned's at this point. Like, yeah, they, they respect him as their lord and would die for him. But, but it's they're also, also this, yeah, this, this brotherly yeah. fun. Like, and so I think like just when you read that, like he, sh- the, you know, the warnings they shout out like my lord and and Jory running back and Ned trying to send yeah, him like, away. I can't give it to Jory just because. <gasps> I'm not ready. All right, if you start fucking crying, you need to leave the room. All right, you go ahead and give me your inductee. My inductee is obviously going to the one and only Littlefinger because of, one, the I'll bring the city wall. Like, bullshit, Littlefinger. I I don't know, and I really like to think about (laughs) where he went immediately after this, but I don't know, and so... He well, does eventually show up with the city watch. Well, I was going to say, if you notice, Ned says at from somewhere they got a litter. Yeah. I bet fucking 
Littlefinger went up there, went and had a little drink, maybe something to well, eat. That's and then it, it was like, all right, let's go get, we're going to, we got some bodies down here. We're going to have to go pick Ned's up Ned's laying here with his bone out of it. So his frame of time is not well, correct. And so he could have been there for hours. Well, as we, fingers, he yes. saw the, the sun rising over the Red Keep yeah. is what it mentioned. So he was there over, overnight, yeah. basically. So Littlefinger like, just let him chill for a couple fuck of hours. fuck Littlefinger. And like, just the way he, ba- and I also think it was significant that the Lannisters parted for him. Like, yeah, they let him go. They easy. let him go, and then they closed right behind him. Like it almost seemed expected on my part. Right, of, like he like, was already supposed to be the witness. Out, to go yeah, and, and get out. And so it's it's always got to go to Littlefinger with word. his sauntering. So his... we we mix things up a little bit this time. We uh, I read the uh, silences not so silent sisters inductees you have not I yet did not and yet. so why don't you go ahead and read those out yeah because uh, they're quite good uh the the majority of their email was mainly uh upsetness over jory cassell and the loss of that they also did enjoy dense flashback with liana yeah. and the mention of robert and his whoring and how that wouldn't change anyway the, the mention of my stone was dope uh, and again, we get the they say that we get the references of the promises he made to made to Liana and John's birthright, right. and how Martin did a stellar job with these Ned chapters, laying the groundwork for what could potentially be a monumental plot twist. Mm-hmm. So, again, you share the same thoughts as us, and that's why we enjoy your writing so much. So, the first inductee here goes to Uncepta Brandy who invites the one and only Jamie Lannister to the group. Yeah. Even though he's still a piece of shit at this point, <laughs> his arrogance is so well written. I Absolutely. 100% agree. Spectacular. And then, and this one's very good as well, Uncepta Afton inducts Littlefinger because, oh, yeah. because she's a Slytherin. And Littlefinger is such a Slytherin in this chapter, mm-hmm. he immediately leaves Ned when he sees trouble with Jamie afoot and goes for help, even though that help arrives too little too late so oh man i said last week that there are no inductees that are better but yours is way better because you just you freight yeah she just trumped your reason yeah it's a slytherin in it like absolutely zach is also a slytherin and there was a point in my life where i i uh typically cited gryffindor i've kind of slid more towards like a Ravenclaw these days i think hufflepuff um excuse me there's nothing wrong with hufflepuffs even though I am not one. What the fuck's a Hufflepuff? <laughs> what the fuck is a Hufflepuff? Um, we're just anyway. kidding, Hufflepuffs. We love you guys as well. Uh, yeah. uh, Zach, you're a Slytherin, so you love them a little less. It's I, all right. True. Anyway, guys, let us Those know what you think. Those are our thoughts. I don't know why you in- continue enjoying them, but you do, <laughs> and we appreciate the shit out of you so for it. write into us. We love hearing from you guys. We can be reached at all the social medias. I'm on Twitter, at Manners Without. You are on Twitter, Carstark92. Carstark92. Yeah. We are on Facebook, facebook.com slash brotherhood podcast. That. Uh, so. Instagram at brotherhood without. <laughs> we are also on uh, Apple Podcasts. If you could leave us a rate and review, we would love you forever. And we give you a shout out. We read that out on, we on do the air indeed. and appreciation. We can also be reached at our Gmail, without manners, brotherhood at gmail.com. And, you Website. know. We have a, oh yeah our website. We have w- a website. <laughs> you almost just asked me. We have a website. I know I'm the one that went and did it all. www.brotherhood. No wait. Oh my. Hold on. Fucking god. What is it? Hold on. Is it? It's bro. Okay. www. Seven hells. <laughs> what is it then? You tell me. I don't know. Yeah, I... you shut the fuck up then. Brotherhoodwithout.com. 
Excellent. All right. If we... you want additional content, we, as of right now, only have the one episode, but we w- we are working on it. We're going to be laying it down very soon, the second Winds of Winter sample chapter. So if you uh, have any interest in that whatsoever, I don't know what our Patreon is either. It's to <laughs> patreon.com slash without manners. Hey. Man, we're bad with these. We'll work on them. We won't. I won't. We'll see you at episode 100 and still be fumbling over all this shit. So Anywho. We're also, next week. Uh, before we jump out the, uh we're talking about doing a big event for our 50th episode Potentially. so start listening for that and uh again keep up on the socials you'll see some Indeed. cool stuff but anyway next week will be uh next time next week next place. whenever our next episode we'll releases. be reading daenerys 4 danny will be arriving at the dothraki city of Dothrak. i just feel like it should be the Shark bait, ooh ah, ah. Shark bait, ooh ah, ah. Horse bait, ooh ah. <laughs> Horse bait, ooh ah. Anyway, join us for that where I guess there's going to be a lot of grunting and shit. So, <laughs> Valo de Harris. Peace. manners i'm just gonna sneak in and tell you really quick about this sweet app called podcoin if you listen to podcasts at all especially brotherhood without manners all you have to do is download this app download our podcast put in the code brotherhood and you will get 300 coins and you can spend those coins on all sorts of cool stuff gift cards donating to charity whatever so give it a try let us know if you like it we really enjoy using it for our podcast listening uh You can get free stuff, so why not take advantage of something you already do?